Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to our sub-sub segment of Sex in the City. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Anyway, we're on episode eight. Yes. And we are sitting with mimosas, mm-hmm. ready to go. Drink mm-hmm. responsibly if you are so drinking. Yes. Um, a, B, if you're not, still be responsible. Yeah. Love your life. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have 30 minutes, sit with us. Yes. And uh, if you want to uh, hear our reactions of mm-hmm. these episodes of 1998's delightful <laughs> mm-hmm. Sex in the City. It is over 20 years old, these jokes. I know. I feel very old. Yeah. It's a good thing. Like, I kind of wish I had seen it when it would originally release. I would have been 18, 19. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, I would have been very jaded by how my life did not look like yeah. the Sex and the City ladies. Yeah. I think that's one of the interesting things about this is there is that kind of fantasy aspect of this whole thing, of their kind of... Big lives. Their lives, their fashion. Yes. And they're, they're in their 30s at this point. So mm-hmm. they are a little ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would have expected to be that instead of in my situation of getting like $29,000 a year as yeah. a social worker living with roommates trying to figure out my life. Mm-hmm. But not in love, more so combating trauma. So it's a whole different thing. This is a it very is. privileged look. Mm-hmm. But sometimes privilege is nice to see so we can kind of escape from our own trauma. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um, and yes, we are on episode eight. Annie, uh, would you like to do a recap for us? Yeah, okay. Well, we've talked about monogamy and the defining the relationship as you DTR educated me on. They know. They, people know. And exclusivity. Yeah. Um, We've talked about single versus married women. We've talked about a lot of friendship stuff and supporting mm-hmm. friendship, having sex with 20-year-olds, having oral sex and anal sex, all kinds of sex. Yes. Uh, all the sex. All, all, the city. all the sex. Specifically. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, yeah, we've gone 
All over. We've got all over and talked about all kinds of things. All the things. Mm-hmm. And if you do like this segment, just so you know, we do eventually want to broaden our uh, horizons, is that the words? Sure. Uh, and bring other people on. We're hoping to have some of your classic people that you've heard on our show before to come in and have their own take in our conversations. Mm-hmm. But we also eventually would like to have one of you wonderful listeners and maybe a friend that you would yes. like to bring along and have a conversation and a watch party with us. Uh, so look out on social media as well as listen to. Yes. Uh, to have yourself entered. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly a contest, but you know, we can't pick everyone. It would be chaotic. <laughs> but we have about 87 yeah, episodes true. left. So there's several. <laughs> but uh, so listen out for that. Eventually, we would love to have more people participate, although I do love the, our conversations, Annie. Yes. Um, okay, so let's go ahead with episode eight of season one, which okay. is titled Three's a Crowd. Yeah. What do you think this is about? This has been hard because the description is on the television. Don't look at it. And I've tried very hard not to look at it. I haven't, but it's been a test, listeners. I'm imagining after what just happened in the previous episode, which was about exclusivity and monogamy, that is about threesomes. (laughs) I'm guessing with Carrie and Big after the last one. Uh, I'm trying very hard to be, because there's also an image on screen. (laughs) So I'm trying to, in my mind, what I think it is. So I think it's going to be like uh, an expounding on this idea of more than... Not a monogamous relationship, but something outside of monogamy. Yes. Also, I have mentioned this episode before as well. Oh. Um, and I will go ahead and read the descriptor because okay. I forgot I wanted to do that. Okay. We're going to bring things in, y'all. We really are. <laughs> this is why we need the first season just for us to do trial and error. Yes. Uh, but it says, Carrie discovers not only that Mr. Big was married before. Mm. Uh-huh. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. But that he and his ex participated in a threesome. So oh. you are correct. There is a threesome involved. I mentioned this episode in and just like that because I told you we do get introduced to his ex-wives. That's right. Yes. All right. Here we go. Okay. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. You, me, and another woman. Come on. I'm serious. Charlotte, you have no idea how sexy you are, do you? Oh, you're so sexy. It sounds like a weird gaslighting thing. Because he said, you know, my fantasy is threesome with you. Yeah. You're so sexy, you have no idea how sexy you are, Charlotte. explore your sexuality. But it sounds like he just wants to have a threesome. First you start thinking you're hot. Then he brings up the threesome thing. Boom. Suddenly you're kissing another woman while he beats off. Please, just make sure that the other woman isn't a friend. Would you want a friend or someone random for a threesome? Yeah. This conversation. Yes, I have had this conversation. I I feel safer with a friend, with with someone I could trust. Like Carrie. So they named Carrie. But, um... I'd go with someone who has a little more experience, like Sam. Well, okay, passes it on to you and Sam because of experience. There is something sexy about a first-timer <laughs> like Charlotte. And then really? she goes back to Charlotte saying that, you know, something sexy about a first-timer. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. No, forget about me. Oh. And poor Miranda. Oh, no, I'll do it with you guys. It's <laughs> left out. It's like, it's like picking teams for dodgeball all over again. Maybe she's more your taste. Stop it. And he's now trying to find women for their threesome. Yeah. That's a shame. I will say there is a couple that I think was trying hard to get me to be a threesome. Uh, As a bartender, yeah, I had that a couple of times. Mm Mm-hmm. Fanatic twosome seeks Scully lookalike for a fantasy. This is what I was talking to you about. The Scully. It's a Scully. The Scully reference. That's what I was telling you about when we were talking about Scully and the women around the world, fictional women around the world. Yeah, so there's a there was a couple of very nerdy theater and golden showers. So she talks about being in golden showers. I did not know what that was until way later, because they have another episode about it. I'm like Oh, I really pictured a literal golden shower. Yeah, I thought she, you were like she was, Scrooge McDuck. I was like, imagine, no, like imagining the shower was made of gold. Oh, and they were going to. She, I thought she was referencing that as like she wanted a rich guy. Yeah, did not realize what that was. Yeah, yeah, and it is fine. If that's into you, but like I, as a naive person, I was like, what? Yeah, I assuming I knew. Right, 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 right. I have to interview someone. About what? Threesomes. Ever done one? Sure. Who hasn't? Really? With who? My ex-wife. Uh-oh. He has an ex-wife. Suddenly, my column was the last thing on my mind. No. Who knew? You were married? Uh, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> thought I told you. No. <laughs> no, you didn't. 
Charlotte was right. We don't really know the people we sleep with. After all, what did I really know about Mr. Big? Except he had an ex-wife named Barbara who I quickly discovered worked in publishing. So My now plan was we're stalking. I picture a oh, wow. Paperback, which probably reject. Yeah, I guess this was pre-social media. You got to go to the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to find them out. What I'm hearing is that you're still very upset about being sexually rejected by your friends. Back to the therapist. Let me ask you something. With Miranda, yes. Yeah. Would you do a threesome with me? <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so the fact that Miranda needs to ask other people for validation, yeah, for about threesome, and she does it with a therapist, and then she does the head shake, yeah, to be sexy. It is one of those like when you're trying to be sexy, when you're overly trying to be sexy, and you're Mm. obviously not doing Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) Yes, meaning I've done this. Like I'm being sexy and fall off of stool. So I guess you couldn't avoid a threesome. Because even if you're the only person in the bed, someone has always been there before you. Hey. So they were in the middle of having sex, Big and Carrie. Mm -hmm. She started imagining the ex-wife, which I've done before. Not the ex-wife, but the ex. Ex, And then like just like, I can't compare. I give up. Mm -hmm. It is weird. It's one of those things where somebody can be so close to you for so long. They know you so well. And then they move on and they're with someone else. Right. And then you start wondering... What is this, or yeah. what was that, or how do they do? They do the same thing. Was that just yeah, me? Exactly. What was the turning point? Mm-hmm. What went wrong? What went right? Mm-hmm. Do you miss them? Yeah. Are you thinking, do you about, thinking them? about them? Yeah. yeah. Do you think about them? I don't know who you are, but Ken and I love each other very much. Of course you do. And we have an unshakable bond, whatever it takes. I'm going to keep this marriage together. Oh, good for you. Now, listen, Ruth, this was a huge mistake. It didn't mean anything. It was just sex. Well, exactly. And if being sexually adventuresome will keep this marriage together, then I am prepared to join you with him in bed. So it, the oh, one no. thing I did have a problem no, with no, 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 no. with this, like, sideline, because I'm not going to lie. Maybe I'm too old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. When it comes to cheating and hurting an individual and, and breaking someone's trust, I'm not cool with that. Mm-hmm. And so this blasé fair level of Sam being like, yeah, I knew he was married. It's not a big deal. And then having that come back to bite her in which he wants to be committed to her Sam instead of the wife and the wife is like I'll do whatever and Sam just feels inconvenienced by it mm-hmm. that shit's like I'm not cool with this this right. is not one thing because if I was cheated on mm-hmm. and the way they make Ruth sound so pitiful and it does seem like it's her fault because Sam's a bigger star mm-hmm. and of course it's supposed to be centered around Sam it mm-hmm. just felt a little disrespectful to yeah. the, like any wives in general mm-hmm. whatever Then Charlotte did the unthinkable. Uh-oh, threesome Charlotte. Oh, threesome Charlotte. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She winked at me. The, the winks? I need to get out of here. Did winks ever get you into, yeah, baby, come over? No. <laughs> I need to know if that's a thing, because I feel like I have never been winked at and felt like, yes. 
yes, daddy, take me. Yeah, no. And I'm so sorry I made that phrase. <laughs> I mean, I've seen winks that are cute and affectionate, but it's never been like, oh. I usually wink at my friends to mm-hmm. like implicate that oh, I'm just joking or this is just a joke or whatever, mm-hmm. but never like, hey, sexy, I'm winking at you. Mm-hmm. Can I join you? Oh, woman coming in, asking to join. She realized that this was her moment. If she was going to take the plunge, it was now or never. Charlotte says yes. <laughs> wow. Threesome Charlotte. Awkward sit together. Yep. And bypassed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Charlotte gets pushed out. And now we see Miranda in a boobalicious dress, loving it. Mm-hmm. Hi. Oh, I believe oh, most of the women who, who answered our ad, well, they were, you know, kind she of... She answered an ad. Craigslist yeah. oh, didn't exist at that point, right? No. So it was all on like newspaper. personal ads and newspapers, yeah. That's a good way to die. <laughs> I wonder, does this work? Has any of our listeners used either Craigslist or uh, or newspapers to meet up with someone? I know we are all in the age of dating apps. Right. But, I mean, did this work out? Because people used it. hmm And there's a level of trust. Mm-hmm. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. All right. So you, you got it right. Ish. 
ish. Ish, yeah. You didn't score as high as the last time, I would say. <sighs> but you, you were in the boat. Okay. Um, I was in the boat. Well, you didn't see the affair thing coming, I know. That's hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would give you, I haven't given you any scores, but. In a minute, yeah. Less than last one, if we had a score. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, yeah, this is a little complicated, over the top. And by the way, the next episode's going to be fun. What did you think about this episode? Yeah, I was, again, like, I could really relate to the exes and always thinking about, like, oh. oh that that's plagues me. Yeah. Not only the exes, but the futures. Mm-hmm. I will go in stock, still see. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll... I don't do that, but I always think of like, well, what if I, when am I going to be invited to the wedding? Am I going to be invited to the wedding? What am I going to do with the wedding? Like, <laughs> Well, I laughed because recently there was a TikTok video about signs doing specific things. And one of the big signs, like, was like people forgetting you exist and so will cut you out. And mm-hmm. Libra was the big one. And that is my sign. I was like, yeah, you don't exist to me. If mm. I can help it at any point, I'll cut you out. And I think you should not exist. <laughs> And so seeing that, so I would never be invited to anybody's wedding. Uh huh. That's funny. You're living my you're living my uh, headcanon universe in Star Wars. You're choosing, <laughs> picking, and choosing what exists and what doesn't exist. That's funny. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's just like for me, I need you not to exist. Uh huh. And if I can help it, then great. If not, I will find a way to cope. And hopefully, we end it in a good route. If not, I'm just gonna ignore you. Yeah, I feel like most of my relationships, I had a pretty good. As sad as it was, I had a pretty good breakup last time. Um, but most of them have ended with like, never again shall I see you. <laughs> never. never again. Um, and that was more just why we broke up instead right. of anything else. But I do think about it. I do. It just feels odd, like I said, to share so much of yourself with somebody and then for them to not be around anymore. Yeah, I will say like for me, part of my fear in being in relationships is when we break up, what can you use against me? Yeah. Like, have I told you about these things about my friends? And then you're going to go tell my friends, that's what they said about you. Right. Yeah. I had that conversation with my ex where I was like, I feel like I've given you so much that you could destroy me with. Um, and and he, he said, like, no, I think... He was basically saying what you think is a weakness is actually a strength, which was very nice of him. But I remember thinking, like... I've just opened myself and I've right. shared all this with you and I've been so vulnerable and now I feel like you could really wreck me if you wanted to. I mean, that's what friendships could be too. Like, mm-hmm. like taking something and using it against you and hoping that they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I have, I've had friends who like take my words, twist it and tell someone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not what I meant. I don't understand what just happened. Um, but we've seen that in many a plot points. But it's true too. People can really take that. I've also thought that physically. I'm like, if I wanted to murder you, you're asleep in your bed. I could. I like how you're looking at me as you say this. <laughs> now you sleep too lightly. Yeah. I could poison you, but that's a whole Oh, you could e- I could easily be poisoned. Yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> We're not having right now. <laughs> that's Samantha's plotting my murder. Look, there are things I'm like, could I destroy you? Yes. Could you destroy me? Yes. We have to figure out how. <laughs> and who and if I mean that's the thing though is I know we talked about this in a recent episode but so much of what I think we worry about is us worrying about it so like when when my ex said that when he said like I think what you see is a vulnerability is a strength 
I think he meant that. But to me, it was, it's a weakness. Like, to me, it right. feels that way. So I feel like he'll use it that way, even though I don't think... Hopefully we can trust people better than that. But we know that sociopaths and narcissists exist. And yeah. so, therefore, that's a concern in itself. And we've seen it in, like, work structures. And those are like, who do you trust? And I've met many of people who are like, I do not talk to them because they will use this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, damn, mm-hmm. okay. And I'm naive enough to think that that is not a thing. But then mm-hmm. I'll watch people. I'm like, you're right. They sure did. So they, people are so guarded because they've been burned so often in workplace settings that mm-hmm. it's kind of, huh, interesting. Yeah. But when it comes to sex in the city, it's a whole different level. A threesome is a whole different level. And yeah, the, not that polyamory is not a thing, not that being in an open relationship is not good. And as long as you have communications, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. But what does it come to when he said, and again, this could be one of those moments of like, yeah, you're being a little uh, closed off, judgmental for more open relationships that can endure with threesomes and, mm-hmm. and like can do it. But like the old school idea, especially when it's driven by a patriarchal need to dominate women, yeah. And to say that they have needs that need to be fulfilled. Right. That's the dangerous conversation. Yeah. That's the dangerous portion. And when we see the sexist level of conversation when it comes to that, which is what they play on, they mm. being sex in the city, which was the very 90s, early 2000s way to be. Mm-hmm. Doesn't excuse it. Right. So culturally, probably not the best in this conversation, uh, but does open up to the fact that he still has a relationship with the next. Yeah. But they're still game playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would... I guess they haven't known each other that long, Carrie and Big. But that, I actually didn't find out my dad had a first wife until, like... <laughs> I was in college. Like, That's the first question I ask. I think as we get older, my assumption is every, someone... Ha- you have been with someone. Mm-hmm. You may probably marry someone. Tell me about that. Or right. you've had a long-term relationship with someone. Yeah. And up until this relationship, that wasn't me, though. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess there could be more of me's. Mm-hmm. But is there? But is there? That's the question. That's the question. Mm-hmm. I end up always hooking up with guys who just freshly got out of long-term relationships. Yeah. That is awful. Yeah, I mean, that's something we should come back and talk about. It's kind of the rebound. <sighs> Being the rebound. I was always the rebound. I was mm-hmm. always the secondary, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Really irritated me. Yeah. And, and hit my self-esteem. Oh, for sure. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to keep talking about relationships because that is what Sex in the City does do well in that it brings conversation. Yes. Um, but yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Yes, please do. You can email us at stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You or on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Oh, you know, we've never had a talk with her about what her thoughts are. Christina. Yeah, Christina. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865.
Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.